know that people that are going to be in hell are going to be human beings that you knew. Hell, just like dead, just like prison, will be occupied by real human beings that you have had love for and you have had relationship with. Maybe they were your customers, maybe they were your students, maybe they were your lecturers, maybe they were your neighbors, maybe they were your friends, maybe they were just your people that are around you. Do you know you don't know how much you love people until you guys leave this place? And you now find out that the people that you knew are in hell. Loved ones like your parents. Most of you, you'll be the only one in heaven in your entire family. Family of nine, your father, your mother, six siblings that are in hell crying. They are in hell, not because they were too bad, but because you did not preach to them. You have not taken the preaching of the gospel to sit down with somebody and talk to the person until you convince the person that there is life after this life. You have not taken it serious. One second in hell, you will forget all the pleasure in the world that you betrayed Jesus over. Everything that you betrayed Jesus over everything that made you not to love jesus everything that made you not to go to church everything that you enjoyed in the place of jesus just one second in fact it may sing hell you regret everything this guy called philip one day he was just sitting in his house god told him get ready it's time to travel why god told him to travel was that there was another man also who was traveling god wanted their path to meet because he knows that there's no way philip met this guy that philip will not save this guy and the man was very good very wonderful man and he was going to church this is my problem very good man and was going to church and did not know Christ and the spirit of the Lord told Philip this is the spirit of the preacher everyone who has this spirit of God and loves preaching the gospel the Holy Spirit will always link you up to preach to somebody you can never rest if you have this understanding that somebody around you will be in hell someday or that this person that you meet this may be the last time you're gonna meet this guy and if you don't preach to this guy you may not have this guy in heaven the Holy Spirit will always tell you to preach the man was reading about he was taken as a sheep to the slaughter and he did not open his mouth he was reading about the crucifixion of jesus and later on he asked philip he said philip what is the prophet talking about is he talking about himself or he's talking about another person and philip said this thing that the prophet isaiah is talking about is that he's talking about jesus there is someone that was crucified for you and while they were going the man got saved I want to ask you do you believe jesus with all your hearts if you have believed jesus with all your heart have you given your life to him if you have given your life to jesus have you told somebody about jesus take them with people that you pick up as a project and talk to them about jesus until they understand If we all say that these things are real, heaven is real, hell is real, what else? The coming of Jesus is real, which is rapture. If you really believe that Jesus is coming soon and that there are going to be human beings that you have known, human beings that you have loved, do you know you don't know that you love people until they die? You don't really know. Somebody can be passing on this road like this and uh, you guys have not even greeted before. And they now said that, do you know, have you heard of somebody that has died? They mentioned his name. He said, I don't know. He said, I have his picture. And they now removed the picture. I said, this guy. You, throughout that day, you may not be able to eat. Not because you guys have had anything close. But now, you now discover that you have loved the person because the person is dead. You discover that there's a love inside of you for that person. And that is called the love of God. Not that the person did any good thing for you. Not that you had an opportunity to do anything. But that's called the love of God. It was in your heart. A pastor committed suicide and I have never met him. It was only Pastor James. I was a little bit close to him. We were never friends and so on. He must have heard about me just like I've heard about him. He committed suicide for one full week. I was not myself. What am I saying? 
Do you know that hell, people that are going to be in hell, are going to be human beings that you knew? I went to prison some time ago to preach. I saw people that I knew in prison that I did not know they were in prison. If anything happens now and you go to the wall, the other wall now, the wall of death, you will see very many people that are dead which you did not know that they have died. Dead is not a happy thing that we now go and we say, die. You don't know, say, this guy don't die. Die. No, he's ill. It's not a happy thing. I was with him one day and somebody asked him, I said, ah, how are you doing? Asked him of his brother that had died like years now. How many years now? Like four years ago. Asked him. And he was trying to edit the guy's message and was saying, is it not that one? Is it this one? He said, no, 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 no. The other one. We were classmates in school. And they now ask. He says, he's long gone. The guy said, I didn't know. I was not aware. And so on. What am I saying? Hell, just like dead, just like prison, will be occupied by real human beings that you have had love for and you have had relationship with. Maybe they were your customers. Maybe they were your students. Maybe they were your lecturers. Maybe they were your neighbors. Maybe they were your friends. Maybe they were just your people that are around you. Do you know you don't know how much you love people until you guys leave this place? Like, I went to Kano. When I went to Kano, I saw some few Akwaibomites. One said, I am from Surubium. The other one says, I am from Oborokara. The other one says, I am from Ini local government. Do you know all of us became brothers? Like, we became so close that if this one is eating, we can share and eat because, because we have left this wall to another wall where our differences is not a problem at all. The only thing uniting us now is our common origin. That's the only thing. The moment we leave this world and move to another world, human beings will become very, very important to you because that's our origin. You turn and see angels, turn and see angels, and you now look for your real human beings. And you now find out that the people that you knew are in hell. They are in hell, not because they were too bad, but because you did not preach to them. You were wicked. Very wicked. You did not preach to them. You did not preach to them. You see that your real friends, your neighbor, like your neighbor. Hey, neighbor, please, you get salt there. You collected salt. You collected salt. You did not give him Christ. Neighbor, please, you have water. Very good neighbor. You will see so many good people in hell. Good people. I was preaching somewhere, and after I finished preaching, one guy got provoked. Now, why did I say that Michael Jackson would go to hell? <laughs> that he was a nice guy. Where I have checked what he does for charity. Things that he gives. He says what he gives to the people. The thing he shares. Gives his clothes to people. People love him. The young man thought that when people love you, that you're going to heaven. The young man thought, if I carry my clothes, all my clothes, and share, and share, and tell you, take two, that, oh, I'm going to heaven. Giving a lot of things to people. People feel you give people things. You go to heaven because you've given people something. You are sharing your wealth. And all the wealth you share are with camera, so. Camera is watching as you're sharing. You give to people. The camera slamming, yes, this guy was homeless. I just gave me a home now. I just gave me a home now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We rise by lifting others. I just gave, just. We rise by lifting others. Yeah. But when we now go to the Bible, the Bible says if you have charity and you have no love. <laughs> so what it's explaining is that even if you give your body to be burnt, do you know there are people that die for the whole country? Somebody was telling me something. All the countries that have red in their flag, the red symbolizes blood. Are you aware? All the countries that red is in their flag. The red symbolizes blood. The blood is for how they fought for their independence. People that have died. So they dedicated that spot for the people that have died for that very country to stand. When we say the labor of our heroes past shall never be in vain. So we are talking about the people that have died because of this country. 
So the Bible says, even if I give my body to be burned, and I have no love, the Bible said, it will profit me nothing. And I ask God, what is love? God says, God is love. If you like, give your body, you just, uh, let me cut my leg and donate. You get my kidney, you get my this. One of my lecturers said, when he dies, his body should be taken to the lab. They should use it and teach people something. <laughs> if I had written it down, told the family, when I die, don't bury me. Just take my body to the lab, let them use it and teach people something. Let them, when, when they want to know how, let them use it and teach people something. Such a kind-hearted person. Don't bury me. Why do you bury me on the ground and I decay? It's of no use. Put me on the lap. When children want to come and check, how many ribs do they count it from my own? Let them use it and teach on science. Teach. <laughs> when you do not give somebody Christ, you will be like one of the most wicked person in heaven. You will walk like this in heaven and you will... You will whether they will be screened or they are showing what is happening in hell, you will see yourself as a very wicked person because all the screen, what they will be showing you on the screen, I trust Facebook, it's just like Facebook. The things they show you is something that is about your country. Do you understand what I'm saying? They don't show you things on uh, Russia, India. No, 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 they just give you the one of your country, what is happening in Uyo, Aksu, you understand? They know your, your environment. So the screens they'll be watching is the ones, how your loved ones, people that you know how they are suffering in hell because you refuse to preach the gospel to them. You did not take the gospel serious. You knew Christ. Maybe probably accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior because that's the only reason why you are in heaven. You didn't want to take the extra step of preaching the gospel to somebody. You did not take the salvation of men as important thing. So Acts of Apostles chapter 8 from verse 26. And the angel of the Lord said unto Philip, saying, Arise, and go towards the south, unto that goeth down from Jerusalem, unto Gaza, which is what? Which is desert. And arose he and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, an eunuch of great authority, under Candace Queen of Ethiopians. Who had the charge of all her treasure had come to Jerusalem for worship. So now, that's why it's easy to know somebody who has the hearts of Christ. See, when you start thinking about the souls of people, this guy, I love him so much, I wouldn't like this guy to go to hell. This guy, I love him so much, I wouldn't love him to go to hell. This guy, I love him so much, I wouldn't love him to go to hell. When you start thinking about the soul of people, people's soul, how their life will be after they live this life, then you have started getting into the heart of Christ. Do you know that the only thing that Jesus came to die for was to save somebody? Am I talking to anybody here? The only reason why Jesus came to die was to save somebody, was to make sure somebody does not go to hell. The Bible says in John chapter 3, verse 16, it says, For whosoever believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. So the intention was that nobody should perish. That was God's intention. When God was looking at all of us, and he was like, I don't want this guy to go to hell. I don't want this guy to go to hell. I don't want this guy to go to hell. This guy, I don't want him to go to hell. See, let me tell you something. One second in hell, you will forget all the pleasure in the world. One second alone. You forget all the pleasure in the world. All the pleasure. Okay, let me give you what will make you understand. How many of you have been caught cheating in exam hall? They just hold you, maybe from the back, as you were unveiling. They just stand up, stand up, hold it like that, stand up, say good morning, say yes, good morning, stand up. The moment they give you malpractice form to feel, you regret it. Why did I even come? Why? That's when you now know that the exam is not hard. <laughs> but this is not hard. And I would have asked, well, this is not very difficult. Even if I did not know, at least I would just submit what I know. What, what was there? What, what came over me? One second in hell, 
you will forget all the pleasure in the world that you betrayed Jesus over. Everything that you betrayed Jesus over. Everything that made you not to love Jesus. Everything that made you not to go to church. Everything that you enjoyed in the place of Jesus. Just one second. In fact, it may sing hell. You regret everything. So now, not to talk about having your loved ones. Let me talk about your loved ones. Imagine a loved one like a mother. I know how much you love your mother. I don't even need to ask you that. You love your mother? How many of you here have prayed for your mother to die before? Let me see her hand lifted up. Well, prayer houses can make you do that anyway. Let me tell you something. If I had a mother, mine died many years ago, and my mother was a witch, and I loved my mother like every child will love his mother, I'll pray for my mother to repent. I can tell you how to pray for somebody to repent who's a witch. First, pray frustration prayers. Frustration prayers, you pray in such a way that he cannot fly anymore. Do you understand? He can't fly anymore. The thing he uses cannot work anymore. One boy came and was living with my auntie. I was a little child. He was living with my auntie and all of that and so on. He said he had been, ever since he moved into that house, he had been trying to turn to a goat. He cannot. That the highest success he had was that he tried. This side turned to a goat. This side was still human being. He could not. And he now came back. That he has tried. So the frustration prayer, that's a frustration level. Do you understand? And after you are frustrated, you now make him understand that there's a power. Make the person to understand, now me, they do you. Now me, they do me, you no travel. And you now make the person understand that there's a power that is above that power. And I can help. The moment you give any witch or any wizard the security, I'll secure you if you leave. Nothing will happen. They know they do you anything. All of them all of put together. Your king, your queen for witchcraft covered. All of them put together. Una no reach me here. The moment you give that person security, the person is willing to, to give his life to Christ. I'm not saying something that is too abstract. I'm saying that if you use the energy you pray for people to die and pray for somebody to be safe, you have very many results. That the person go, they go telling colleague that I don't come out. So. Nobody who is a witch, it's just like all of you cultists, none of you that is a cult can boldly say you are happy about it. From the day you entered, you already regretted, but they had lied to you. That is one way in, no way out. And Jesus says, I am the way. I'm the way. The truth and the life. Loved ones like your parents. Most of you, you'll be the only one in heaven in your entire family. Family of nine. Your father, your mother, six siblings. They're in hell crying. How will you testify in heaven? You testify how God helped you. Testify how God really helped you. You have not taken the preaching of the gospel to sit down with somebody and talk to the person until you convince the person that there is life after this life. You have not taken it serious. Let's talk about this guy. This guy is called Philip. This guy had loved preaching the gospel until... See, when you love preaching the gospel, you have seized the heart of Christ. You have taken the larger portion of Christ. And when God knows that you are concerned about the thing that he is concerned about, the thing he loves, you are concerned about it, what it does is that God starts ministering to you towards that very aspect. This guy, because he loves God so much and always loves winning souls so much, God had to start talking to him about winning a soul. One day he was just sitting in his house. God told him, get ready, it's time to travel. Why God told him to travel was that there was another man also who was traveling. God wanted their path to meet because he knows that there's no way Philip met this guy, that Philip will not save this guy. And this guy was a wonderful guy. He was an Ethiopian eunuch. When people say white people bring the gospel, I doubt. This one, Ethiopia is in where? Africa. The man was not given the Bible by Philip. Philip met the man reading the Bible. Philip was already meeting the man reading the Bible, Ethiopia eunuch. And the man was very good, very wonderful man. And he was going to church. This is my problem. Very good man and was going to church and did not know Christ. 
Sometimes you see somebody who's an elder in the church, you start thinking, ah, he's an elder now. My father is an elder now. My uncle is an elder now. Now all of them, now they bring that church to this thing. It's not the same thing as being born again. The man was, in fact, the man was found reading the Bible. You, Seth, that is a believer, you know how hard it is to read the Bible. The man was seen reading the Bible. He was reading the book of Isaiah. When you have the heart of God, the angel of the Lord will always tell you to go and preach. I'm telling you the truth. When you find somebody saying, an angel of the Lord has shown me something about somebody here. There's a lady here. You have red pants. You are not, it's not the angel of the Lord. It's not the angel of the Lord. What's it concern angel of the Lord? Concern red pants. Let's read it through. Verse 26. Yeah. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip. Yeah. Saying, Arise and go towards the south. Arise and go towards the south. Unto the way that goeth from Jerusalem. Yeah. Unto Gaza. Unto Gaza. Which is desert. Yes. And he arose and went. And he arose and went. And behold. And behold. A man of Ethiopia. God wanted the man of Ethiopia to be safe. This man was a good and wonderful man. But wasn't safe. Wonderful good guy. But was not safe. He had so much money. But was not safe. God was not interested in his money. God was not interested about how good a man he was. At the fact that he did not have Jesus. He did not have life. Do you understand what I'm saying? He did not get safe. He did not have Jesus. He did not have an encounter. The truth is that God said to Philip, I want you to go. When you go, there's a guy you're going to meet. And as they met, continue. And Enoch of great authority under Candace. They made a man of great authority in Ethiopia. Under Candace, queen of the Ethiopians, who the, had the charge. The person was working under the queen of Ethiopia. Was working under the president of Ethiopia. Like the treasurer of the president. Who had the charge of all her treasures. He was in charge of, like the bank manager of the president. Was in charge of all the treasure of the queen. And did not have Christ. So it meant nothing. And had come to Jerusalem for worship. And the man loves God. But has not repented. In fact, he was traveling all from Ethiopia down to Jerusalem and was passing through Gaza. The desert. Do you know what it means to drive a bike or drive a horse on the desert? The sun is high and was going to church. But you even on a normal ground. No sun. Early in the morning, Sunday morning, you can't even go to church. But this man, on that, he was moving from another country to another country to go to church. Let's see more. Was returning and sitting in his chariot. He was sitting on his chariot. Reading Isaiah the prophet. He was reading the book of Isaiah. And the spirit told Philip. And the spirit of the Lord told Philip. This is the spirit of the preacher. Everyone who has this spirit of God. And loves preaching the gospel. The Holy Spirit will always link you up to preach to somebody. You can never rest. If you have this understanding that somebody around you will be in hell someday. Or somebody that you have met will be in hell someday. Or that this person that you meet, this may be the last time you are going to meet this guy. And if you don't preach to this guy, you may not have this guy in heaven. The Holy Spirit will always tell you to preach. To this person. So while Philip was on his own chariot, the man was on his own chariot. Probably they said, hello, hello. And the man was concentrating, reading it. Philip did not say, ah, he's already reading Bible, so I believe he must have been saved. Maybe he's a child of God. Maybe he knows God. After all, he's heading towards Jerusalem to go and worship God. Maybe he is. He did not. The Spirit of the Lord told him, go closer to the man. Let's hear their conversation. And the spirit told Philip, go to that chariot and stay near it. He said, go to the chariot and stay near the chariot. So he was driving. The chariot was driving. So they, they now drove a little bit closer. And they started talking. So it's like two vehicles are moving. So this one is talking to somebody on another vehicle. Philip ran over and heard the man reading from the prophet Isaiah. Philip saw that the man was reading from the book. It was from the Bible. It wasn't reading newspaper. It was Bible and it was reading from 
Isaiah. So he asked, he asked the man, do you understand what you're reading? The thing that you're reading, do you understand it? There are very many people who are in church, but don't understand. They don't understand what is going on. They don't understand what they are doing. They don't understand. Philip told him, do you understand what you're reading? You're reading about Isaiah. Now the Bible is going to tell us the parts he was reading. He was reading a very important part of Isaiah, but he did not understand it. So he just enjoyed. There are many people who are in church and they are doing the things of God, but don't have a deeper understanding of what they are doing. They don't have a deeper understanding. And having a deeper understanding of what you are doing is what makes you do it better. They don't understand. I don't know how many people I'm talking to here, but I wonder if you understand what we are doing. I wonder if you understand why you are in church. I wonder if you understand that Jesus is coming very soon. I wonder if you understand that aside this life, there's another life where marriage is not going to be there. As in very many people betray friends, betray people, become disloyal, run out of the ministry, run out of God's calling and design for their life because of marriage. There's a world where marriage is not important, where education is not important, where job is not important, where, where you come from is not important, where your color is not important. Am I talking to somebody? There's a world where your certificate is not important. Your credentials are not important at all. There's a world where what you know is not important, except if you know Christ. It's not important. The first time Jesus was talking about hell, the people he saw in hell were rich men. He said, I saw a rich man, and the rich man was in hell. So wealth is not important. So the man was reading Bible. Do you have an understanding of what you read? Let's hear what the man said. The man replied. He replied. How can I? How can I understand? When there is no one to instruct me. How can I understand when there is nobody to tell me? The difference between some churches who have been preaching righteousness before we came and us is that there are times people preach righteousness and they preach it judgmentally. Everybody that they see that is not the child of God, they have condemned the people, you will go to hell. You are going to hell. You will not make heaven. Fire will damage your bum bum. <laughs> Fire. Fire damage your bum bum. They have not made the people to understand. The man said, though I'm reading the Bible, though I'm reading the book of Isaiah, but how will I understand except somebody lead me? Except I have somebody to instruct me. Don't be carried away by somebody that you see around you. Your roommates. Very nice. My roommate is also a Christian. Yeah, all Christian. Most of you feel that heaven is going to be a place and they say, all Christians, come here. At least you believe in Christ. No. There will be very many Christians who cannot make heaven. There will be many. And another person is asking me a question now. He says, will there be Muslims that will make heaven? Very good Muslims. They don't join Jigado. They are good Muslims. When I went to the north and I wanted to do my youth service there, the school I wanted to save, they said they don't have any accommodation for me. I just sat down somewhere. I was eating somewhere. And I, I spoke it out. And some house men hate that I don't have a house. One took it upon himself to look for a house for me that I will live free. Good Muslim. I'm telling you, good Muslim wonderful and oh you don't know how people can be good yesterday i read that more than 180 people a governor sponsored a wedding of more than 180 is it 180 or so 1800 this thing wedding i think that wedding should enter guinness book of record that should be the biggest wedding of about 1800 people at the same time governor sponsor what a good man what a good man. But will he enter heaven because of that? No! How do I enter heaven? Accepting Jesus as my Lord and Savior. That's the criteria. I know you are not feeling that God is so bad. Ah, God, do oh, you not try. God, you not try. God, you not try. Let me give you an example that will make you understand. 
If somebody comes to Asu and has not gotten admission and enters all the classes, take all the tests, enter all the exams, or how he enters, I don't know. Enter all the exams, or have good grades in everything. Will he graduate? No. no. So, see, wickedness is everywhere. <laughs> it's not saying Asu. It's even better you enter, have admission first. And let's know if you have carryover. Be having 50 after you've had admission. Then not have admission and you're having 100. It's not that we Christians don't do that. If I have money like that, what's 1,800 people getting married one day? Do you know what I can do if I have that kind of money? Christ is that master card. That if you enter the other world with him, everything becomes yours. So the man said, how will I know except I have somebody who instructs me? So we have very many churches that give people Bible. We have other people too who instruct people about the Bible. That's why no matter how you love me, I cannot love you to the point that I can't tell you the truth. No matter how much money you give to me, very many of you used to call me and say, Papa, how are you doing? Say, fine. Papa, send me your account number. My just, may show you love. Say, Papa, have you seen it? Yes. That is for your weekend. But no matter how you love me, Baba, I go tell you truths. Because the reason is that I don't want you with your fine face to go to hell. Fine beer, beer, rounded. They are round, just like nose mass. <laughs> rounded beer, beer, very nice. Lining up, nice. You can still go to hell. You will not trip. You see, you can't, you can't go to heaven. They said, uh, we have not seen your name in the book of life. Go to hell. And you start throwing buttocks for angel. Angel is not Macronio. It's not Mr. Macroni. That when you now throw buttocks, they say, ah, freaky, freaky, come back. No, 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 no. It's nothing like that. If your name is not in the book of life, forget it. Enjoy everything you want to enjoy here and finish it up. You are going to hell. With all your wisdom. There are some people that are very intelligent. How do you feel when you see somebody very intelligent who does not have a job? Very intelligent. It was, she was very intelligent. Let me tell you something. Sit down. There was a boy I knew. This boy was very intelligent. He graduated from Axel, first class. Then we had a governor who was very stingy. The governor gave the guy 25,000. <laughs> Whereas there was a governor we had before then that was very, very benevolent. That one would even send that boy abroad or something. This one came and gave all of them either 25, 25,000. But it wasn't more than 50,000. Should be 25. Gave them 25,000 for passing. It's just like the first time Super Eagles visited Buari. Buari gave all of them 20,000. 20, How do you give a seaman 20,000? How much are they proposing to sell a Victor seaman to buy him? 150 million euros. Add euros. People will not think it's Naira. 150 million. If you translate that in your calculator to Naira, your calculator will blow. Just try. If you don't love the life of that calculator, try it. I mean, Buhari gave them 20, all of them 20, 20,000. 20, 20,000. Go and check on your Google, is there? Gave all of them 20. On envelope, they say they gave them an envelope. They just, most of them picked it. They didn't know. If they had known, why would they, why would they pick it? Brothers and sisters, there is a wall after this wall. And that wall is called heaven. It has another part called hell. It is a wall for people who have lost their body. This body. This body, no matter how you take care of this body, has an expiring date. This body, this body that you love so much. So there is a time that the body will expire. The moment the body expires, you enter into another wall and you are clothed with a new body. And in that wall, you cannot go to that wall and decide where you have to be. 
they will put you just like they decided where, which country you're going to come from. One of the names that philosophers call God is the unmoved mover. That's the one who moves everything. He himself is not moved by anybody. You don't believe that there is God. How come you were born in Nigeria and you were not born somewhere else? How come you were a boy when you did not write any application? There was someone who moved you to the space where you are without any of your efforts. That's the same way we would die also without our efforts. I've seen people who say, I will not die. I will not die. I will not. And they still die. <laughs> Don't deceive yourself that you are here to enjoy, to do everything. Oh, yeah, this world, that life, they short, so. This life, they short, so enjoy you. Enjoy. May we just enjoy before that. It's not about enjoying. After this life, there are questions to answer. I don't know whether you have been wicked enough to, you have exams tomorrow, very difficult exams. The exams you have, like on Monday, let's say today is Wednesday, and you have exams on Monday, you don't bother about the one of tomorrow. You don't bother about the Thursday exams. Everybody is reading the one of Monday. Judgment day is more than that. Do you understand? We have exams, small, small exams in front of us. So what will we eat tomorrow? What, how, what will we eat? What will we do this? Where will we go to? What country are we going to? We have those small, small exams, but it's not as important as where will we spend our eternity. Bow your heads. The spirit of the Lord moved this guy into preaching to this man. and said, this man, no matter how good you are, no matter how wonderful you are, you need Jesus. How many times do you spend time to talk to somebody about Jesus? The man was reading about, he was taken as a sheep to the slaughter and he did not open his mouth. He was reading about the crucifixion of Jesus. And later on he asked Philip, he said, Philip, what is the prophet talking about? Is he talking about himself? Or is he talking about another person? And Philip said this thing that the prophet Isaiah is talking about. Is that he's talking about Jesus. There is someone that was crucified for you. And while they were going. The man got saved. During their conversation. They moved a little bit further. And they saw a stream. And the man said. This is stream. This is me. What will stop me from being baptized? I have given my life to Christ. What is going to be my hindrance for being baptized? And the man said, if you believe in Jesus with all your hearts, then let's go. And he says, I believe you with all my hearts. I want to ask you, do you believe Jesus with all your hearts? If you have believed Jesus with all your heart, have you given your life to him? If you have given your life to Jesus, have you told somebody about Jesus? Let them with people that you pick up as a project and talk to them about Jesus until they understand. Until they understand. Let them be people you pick up as a project, you pick them up as a project and tell them about Jesus. And preach to them about Jesus. People you pick up as a project. Says I have to preach to this guy. I have to convert this guy. This guy I'm converting this guy. My mother I'm converting my mother. My sister I'm converting my sister. I'm preaching to this guy. I'm getting this guy saved. Do you pick people as a project and say this girl. I'm converting this girl. What is the spirit of the Lord moving you to do? The spirit of the Lord told me a business idea. It's not the you've not really gotten that spirit of the Lord yet. He will first tell you about winning souls. Business ideas are good. But what about souls? What about the souls of people dying? Dying. I don't know if I'm talking to anybody. Should I give you prayer points? God, give me the spirit of a preacher. 
the spirit of a preacher. That when I want to rest, he says, get up. Talk to him about Christ. Talk to her about Christ. Get up. Talk to that sister about Jesus. Get up. Talk to her about Christ. Make her safe. Make him safe. Get up, get up, get up, get up. Call that guy. Talk to him about Christ. How many people have you had a meeting with? And you're telling them about Jesus. Are you comfortable like that? All the people around you, they don't know God. You are the only one that knows God. And your light is not shining among them. Let your light so shine before them. That they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You are not shining. Your lights. You are very comfortable being alone. I want to pray for you right now. Holy Spirit. Are you praying? Zida Baba Boko Boshia Dadagaya. Lia Robo Shende de Go Bashadakai. Every knee must bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ. Is the Lord. Every knee must bow. Every knee must bow. Every tongue that Jesus.
want to ask a question today. And the question is, the question is, do you have any relationship with Jesus? Close your eyes, lift up your hands. Do you have a relationship with Jesus? Is he your Lord? Is he your Savior? Do you have a relationship with Jesus? Every knee must bow. Every tongue and Jesus Christ Every knee must bow God from north to south I said there is no other God from south to west no other God from east to west I said there is no other are lifted up and praying for you. I want all eyes closed. I want all eyes closed. You are in the presence of God. Give him that honor by closing your eyes. Lift up your hands. My question for you this morning is have you made Jesus your Lord and Savior? Do you understand that without Jesus you are nobody? I want to pray for you right now as your eyes are closed as your hands are lifted up as your hands are lifted up I want you to rededicate your life to Christ let me tell you the real essence of church you don't know the real essence of church the real essence of church is to keep people ready for the coming of Christ is to equip you when you run out of here on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we have to bring you on a midweek service to remind you as you're running around. I hope you know Jesus is coming soon. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, we have to bring you back and remind you and say no matter how exciting the world is, we are not from here. As your hands are lifted up, say, Lord, I rededicate my life to you. Lord, I rededicate my life to you. Jesus, keep me in your will. Keep me in your will. Keep me in your purpose. Keep me fit. Keep me fit. Keep me focused for your coming. In Jesus' name. Put down your hands while your eyes are still closed. Follow all my instructions. Put down your hands while your eyes are still closed. I want to pray for people that have not yet given their life to Christ. All you know for sure, Jesus is not your Lord and Savior. And you want to give your life to Jesus. 
I want your hands lifted up. I don't want to see you in hell. That's why I'm praying this prayer for you. I want your hands to lift it up. You want to give your life to Jesus. You want to surrender your life to Jesus. You want to be a child of God. You want to earn all the hypocrisy, church boy, whatever, and be a child of God. And be a child of God. I want to pray for you. If your hands are lifted up, I'm praying for you right now. If your hands are lifted up, I'm praying for you. Yes, say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. Jesus, I've made up my mind to follow you, to follow you all the days of my life. I'll live for you. I'll be your child. Help me. Give me the grace. Give me the authority. Give me the power. I will live for you with your power. Jesus, write my name in the book of life. Write my name in the book of life. Write my name in the book of life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Put your hand for Jesus, everybody. No, that's not from your hands. Do it better for Jesus.